0: And we're live! Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 42, 42 of the of the Fresher and Parlance Show. I am Parlance. And I'm Fresher. It's good. It's the magic, uh,
1: the, you know, solve to the universe or however words go together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the meaning of life, the universe and everything? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. Duh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or the answer is 42. Yeah. so this is the Douglas Adams episode number 42 tribute episode. Just kidding. <clears throat> um, but uh, it's been a... This is a, a kind of a momentous week. A couple big things happened. One we'll discuss later, one we'll discuss now. I feel like... Every we have. week is a momentous week. Yeah. By the way, I was just saying, if you watch episode... Because I put on some weight. If you watch each episode from like 22... It's really the this is not the Fresher Parlance show, this is just the evolution of Parlance's double chin. For those of you listening to the to the podcast, let me just say it looks like I have like a little butt right on my chin. You gotta like, you know, make some
1: sort of like you no know, like, you know, noises of uh chin noises, I guess. I guess like
0: whoop. All right, sorry. <laughs> So maybe I just have to like look down or ch- keep my neck out like this the whole time. I know I'm always uh I'm always worried about that stuff. That's why I have a beard. Beard helps out. I think. It, d- it does help. A- I'm just gonna get a neck beard. Uh, <laughs> I like because I like everything else. This is like look at this thing. This is a moneymaker yeah. right here. I know I had the um you know like the Abraham Lincoln style
1: uh you know framing your face just a little stripe thing around for a really long time because I like to it frame my face just like you're saying now. Yeah. Yes, I agree that you should
0: do that. You should chin strap. change chin strap. your look. The chin strap. Nah, I don't like the chin strap. That's what I'm talking about. I mean that's yeah, you had that for a long time. So the big thing is that uh, we both went to see a film this weekend. We well, did. And I saw it first and I had rave reviews about it. I was excited. And but... you then went to see it. You immediately Booked your tickets and went to see it, and then I was so excited to talk to you about the movie, and I know. you and you literally came in and were just like, Bleh. not like that. It was more, like, <laughs> it was more like that actually. You were such yeah. a Debbie Downer about it. And the I movie love- we we movie we went to see, could anyone guess if you care to to guess? It's uh oh. It, oh by it, the way, where well, you can tweet us
1: on at Fresh and Par on Twitter. It's Because oh, we're yeah. live right now. I mean if you're listening to it at nine o'clock on Thursday. Which That's is correct.
0: Yeah. Right I now. I always forget yeah. that we don't do any post on this, so if they're listening on the on the on the, the, the iTunes or the Stitcher, then Or uh, on
1: YouTube. Which is the best option because Oh speak oh wait, no, we better stick with the thing first. But what, what were we gonna say? Speaking of what? I was gonna say uh the YouTube thing, they just released their YouTube key with for music, which is similar to a podcast except for we have a YouTube show, so we're in on
0: that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We're in on this. We're in on the ground floor. Too bad yeah. there's about 70 floors above us, but whatever. We're on the ground floor! I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I back to the movie. Yeah, back. back to the movie. The movie was Interstellar, starring Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And uh, who's that other girl? I don't know. She's cool, though, I guess. What's she in? Other stuff? And other movies, she does this this thing they call acting. Yeah, I like I like that chick. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna look that up while you you. All right, so just here's what I liked about it. All of it. Oh, so first off,
1: is this gonna be a? I wasn't sure if this is gonna be a spoiler alert. Are we gonna go in depth here, or like is this gonna be just skimming the surface? I gotta I gotta like you
0: know hold back if it's the skim the surface version. <laughs> okay, so I guess maybe Anne Hathaway is is the is the character's name, and also go also Jessica Chastain is in it. Oh, Anne Hathaway, that's who it is. I like Anne Hathaway, and Jessica Chastain is in it. Yeah, uh, I don't know who that is. But that's it was, the daughter. That's the older yeah. daughter. I thought they looked pretty similar, but I think it's just because they both look like actresses. Jessica Chastain was in that uh, Bl- the Osama bin Laden movie where they killed Osama oh, bin Laden. Oh, the redhead one in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that, but... She was also the blonde ditzy girl in The Help, which was a pretty good movie as well. I also didn't see it. But back to Interstellar. Back to Interstellar, yes. Continue. Oh, me? No, I yeah. thought you were, like... Okay, so the 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 gist of the plot is this. Just jo- I'm joking. I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> um, but... So everyone dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the world explodes and goes into another Ice Age. <laughs> yeah. So then... um. No, here here's the gist of it. I like the use of time dilation. I like the use of wormholes. I like the use of spacecraft. I like the acting. I like the special effects. I like the way the black hole looked. Yeah, That's all those things I liked. Yeah, I mean, some of those are pretty good. I mean, I liked how
1: the black hole looked, and, I mean, the space shifts were cool. Like, they were cool looking, but, like, my, my whole thing, though, is just that I heard so much about how, like, it's, like, all these physicists are totally all about it because it represents things really accurately, and, you know, this is, like, a realistic view of, like, how people in the near future would, like, do these things or whatever, and that's totally not what happened. It's, like, not that, like, accurate to, you know, how stuff would happen at all. But, I mean, it has some cool aspects. But so I went into it, like, if I would have not thought that, maybe it would have been, like, Better because then I could just think of it as like some sort of, you know, fantasy world type thing. But like I was thinking of it as not a fantasy world, so it was like not very good to me.
0: <laughs> right. So I, that that's about it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run the plot. Here's the plot: Matthew McConaughey drives a clown car to Tennessee. You're giving away the clown car parts. Then he flies a Russian spacecraft to Mars, where he meets Oprah Winfrey's green clone. Yeah, comedy ensues, Anne Hathaway comes in, they fall in love, and they remake the musical Sound of Music on Mars. And that's the end of the movie. If you, if that's your bag, if that's your cup of tea, then then you should go see it. So Tom is uh, tweeting at us now, too,
1: that the Interstellar reviews pretty much destroyed my film uh, credibility, because uh, I trashed... Oh, first you trashed all it all, and now this? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if film... Uh, I mean, if the reviews said that the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie was good, I mean, already that's ruining their film credibility for me, so I don't really care if I go against them. And I did mix, I saw mixed things. They made a whole article about people who were, like, you know, uh, criticizing all of the science in Interstellar because, like, they were saying, like, no, you have to just, like, it's a movie, it's for the entertainment or whatever, is, like, their excuse. They were... So there's a whole another set of people who are totally railing on all of the small things about interstellar that were accurate also. So even though, I think that the reason why the mate, like um, uh, Tyson, Neil Tyson DeGrasse or whatever, I don't remember his name, but <clears throat> all those physicists people uh, are about it, I think mostly, because it is true that it's like, it introduces these concepts to people who have no idea about it without having to know that much which is, like, a good thing. But, I mean, I don't even think it was, like... I think that that part of it even could have been better... done better than they did. Like, and I just didn't like that story fundamentally, even besides how all of the physics and stuff worked. I thought the story was, like, really not good. Like, so even...
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like the movie. <laughs> well, let me let me just say this. If, if Here's... The movie succeeds in one of two things. Well, actually, just... Well, one of two things. One, I was totally entertained. Yeah, I mean that's You're, what they, people were saying. Like, well, it was entertaining. Like, that's you know, that's what you go to the movie for. Or whatever. Yeah, it was definitely entertaining. And two, um, when we came back, it definitely piqued my interest to look up and kind of do a little bit of research on some science topics. Yeah, which that's totally what people were saying. I mean, so the, if, if that if everyone did that, if everyone went yeah, out so. after the movie and just researched a little bit about kind of some more advanced theoretical physics, yeah. Then Why not? I mean, so that is a success.
1: But, I mean, in the same... That pretty much just comes from that when they advertise this. Like, there was so much advertising about how it's accurate and, like, has all these, like, things that, like, are real concepts and whatever. But that's in other movies, too, and people don't usually research that stuff because they just take the movie like, oh, this is fantasy. This, like, isn't really going to happen. But, I mean, that's, like, the
0: only difference. You know what I mean? Like, you could research why anything would happen in a movie. I think Neil Tyson DeGrasse said it best, is that why do you need to go to a solar system with a black pole as the star when you could just go to Mars? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know? Well, I mean, there's not, they didn't have
1: uh, oxygen or, you know, it was, you can't, it's not like readily habitable Mars even. Well,
0: so. not to not to spoil it, but at the end there, they they were living in space. How's that no, different than yeah. living in Mars? They totally weren't. What are you talking about? Yeah, they were. Like, oh well, yeah, well, I, yeah. I won't get into the other things, but because I don't want to f- too much of a spoiler alert. I guess. Yeah. For yeah. Who okay. Yeah. So, um, speaking of spoilers, I've I've I finished watching the first season of The Leftovers. Yeah. That HBO show about when two percent of the population um, disappears. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I always thought about checking it out, but I never got around to
0: it. So it's super slow. It's 10 episodes and two and a half. I would say if you were to tally up all of the 10 episodes, this is a weird thing. If you take all 10 episodes and if you watch them back to back, you maybe had about, I'm going to guess, two and a half to three hours of compelling TV. Yeah. The, the rest of it was just time fill, I felt, but yet I still liked it. That's cool. So, worth checking out if you're interested in that sort of thing. It's kind of playing up on the whole uh, rapture. Yeah, thing. I mean, you were saying that it's the same people as Lost? I believe it is, yeah. I think it is, yeah.
1: It's, I mean, from the way that it was explained, it sounds kind of Lost-esque, where, like, you don't know what's going on, but
0: people are thrown into a situation. Right, and, it, and I feel like they're treating it much like Lost, because, you know, in Lost, they, you know, they resolve the story with never explaining the island. Yeah. And I feel like that's what they're doing with this show. They're not going to resolve the story on Wait, why. Wait, so tying it off? Like, it's not even going to be a continuing thing? Well, season two is... It was renewed for season two, but my point is, is that I have a strong suspicion that they're never going to solve why the people left.
1: Oh, yeah. I know, that's There's kind just, of annoying.
0: Yeah, so it's I, not I, like... Why people were so annoyed with last is that, like, they just left it kind of, like, dumb, open-ended. Yeah, it's like a whodunit in that... It's not a whodunit. It's more like a who did what. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we gonna do next? That's actually instead of a who done it, it's what's next. Who done it? What next? Yeah. So, uh, also this week is a big week for me and my fan is uh, my football pool. I I won my weekly pool, which is a big deal for me. That's, yeah, very, that's awesome. I'm very excited which, about that. Uh, is that the pool where you uh, you like, pick winners? Pick, yeah, you just pick it's winners. It's one where like you just pick what people win or whatever. Um, there's the two kinds, right? This is where you pick winners, not players. Oh yeah. Oh, the picking winner. One. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. 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 I don't well,
1: know a lot about this fantasy football jazz. Well, but... this isn't fantasy. Field. This is a pick 'em. They call it a pick 'em. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, last week we did a. We were supposed to do an abbreviated show. We didn't do the book. We didn't do the re- movie review, but we still ended up doing an hour. How was the concert? How was the Mac DeMarco? Uh, concert? The concert was super good.
1: I was uh way surprised. So it was a really late show as, like, I got to do the show and everything. But apparently, I keep, I don't remember if I mentioned last week, but apparently he was opening for another band earlier that night at um, the Showbox, I think it was. I can't remember who the band was. But then he came to Chop Suey to play his own headlining show, like, starting at midnight, which I thought, was, I've never heard of artists doing that before. Like, uh-huh. having
0: like opening and then headlining with the same band. No, I've never heard that. I've heard people doing two shows and then, like, one being at midnight. Yeah, but headlining and opening. I thought that was impressive. But, yeah,
1: it was a, a sold-out show. It was really cool. He was doing some intense crowd surfing. I guess it seems like, because all the sh- their shows I've been to, they crowd surfed a bunch. But um, So he went off the stage and a chop suey, like, in the middle. Like, the ceiling's kind of low, but uh, there's, a, um, like, a fire... Uh, like, sprinkler big pipe thing. And he, like, crowd surfed over it and was holding on to it and, like, you know, like, up in the rafters, <laughs> crawling around and then like, was kind of, like, holding on to stuff and, like, crowd walking while he was holding on the top. And then he, like, got back to the stage. And then, like, there's also a separate bar, because it was all ages, which was also kind of weird. But it was all ages, and so, like, the bar part is kind of to the side, separated out, kind of a level up. And he crowd-surfed the, div- the division. So he crowd from the floor up the bar thing and then is, like, crowd-surfing in the, like, smaller bar section and then, like, crowd-surfed back to the... It was probably the most intense crowd-surfing that I've ever seen. It was pretty cool. Uh, was he singing the whole time? No, that was just kind of, like... I think that the, the band was, you know, it was, like, interlude-type situation where, you know, he's just, like, going around. I don't think he was singing. He wasn't holding the mic. He was using both hands. So it was crowd-surfing
0: music. It was like the crowd-surfing interlude. Yeah, totally. And then each – the other uh, band members, like, did it too, which was cool. I, would, I mean – If I were a rock star, I'd probably crowd-surf it. would be cool. Okay. I know. I, know it was, I think it's so cool. Like,
1: that would be the perfect show. If I was a band, I would, like, love that show because it's sold out. You know, everyone loves you. It's like you just headline. you just open for someone and, like, you're big enough to still open for them, and so, like, they're there for the other people, but then afterwards, you're going to the show where everyone loves you. It's still sold out. And then, like, everyone's super psyched and, like, holding you up and stuff. I don't know. It'd be a really good show. They look like they were super into it. Like, they're having a really good time.
0: Plus, they uh, they made a lot of money, probably. They probably, yeah, like...
1: Probably. Yeah. Show news. I also went to the Less Sins show at um, Q Nightclub on Saturday. That was uh, also, like, that one was weird. It was from 10 p.m. till 3 a.m. But uh, the Les Sins guy, I don't remember his name, but it's a guy from, uh, from Tour et moi But he didn't go on, he didn't start DJing until, like, 1.30 or something. So it was, like, pretty late, too. But that was a cool show, also. It was totally packed.
0: It was a cool scene. So I, actually, ju- I, ju- yeah. I just got breaking news. It says here that the the... There's some sources saying that the officer that shot the the guy in Ferguson the kid in Ferguson, yeah wait oh yeah that's yeah that one. he he's he's uh he's <clears throat> in negotiation to to resign from the police force
1: oh yeah, I mean yeah. I thought he would have already resigned so I don't know that's weird
0: no 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 resignation so wait, uh
1: was there, like court or something or I mean I did like. I don't know. I wasn't following it.
0: but. So uh, I'm looking. There's some tweets coming in. What's this one? Oh, my gosh. Tweets. It says, oh, essentially, essentially saying last stand was garbage. He'd rather endure more clamming stories from me. Jeez. Lersh. <laughs> <laughs> so any more clamming? <laughs> I don't have any more clamming, so I've, I've exhausted. As if you didn't know enough about purple varnish clams. <laughs> did you didn't go this last weekend? I didn't go any. I didn't. I did not go this last weekend. As a matter of fact, I didn't do much this weekend at all. Um, I d- I did, however, see the new trailer. Did you ever see the movie Pitch Perfect? No. The acapella did... movie? uh uh-uh, uh I never heard of it. Oh, it's it's a cute, funny movie. You should see it.
1: Cool. Yeah, maybe. I uh, I don't know. Acapella doesn't sound very right. cool. It turns. It makes it cool. Really? Yeah. <laughs> is it like the rap? the
0: rap version of like you know hey, kids this is cool no not quite <laughs> but it has a good cast and uh, you ever watch um workaholics oh yeah 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 so you know I the seen all
1: of them, but it's sorry. It,
0: you know Adam no he's the like not the one with the curly hair not the one with the, that's tall and skinny but the kind of chubby one that's, oh, that's yeah that, yeah he he's in it he's funny cool but it's about the girls actually it's, there's many other girls in it are... Is it in, it's in the theater or what? No, it's on v, It's probably on VHS right now. Oh, VHS, really? Yeah, wow. you can watch it on VHS. No, Rest. Pitch Perfect 2, they've released the trailer today. People are going crazy on the interwebs. Oh, my God. Is it like one of those, is it the musical scene? It sounds like the mu- musical scene. Uh, it's. What do you mean like a musical Like scene? high school musical and all that. No, no, not at all. It's way more broad. It's not, it's not just for teenagers. If I like... I didn't like... High, I've never seen High School Musical. I will never see... I saw Pitch Perfect, and I've watched it subsequently probably two times, three times. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. It's a good film. That's cool. Oh, Jeff's getting all meowy. I think he wants... Meowy! So, uh, it's the year of the vape, huh? Yeah. The word, the word of the year, vape. I think okay. it's stupid
1: to give a, a word of the year. I know. Oh, I mean, because they said that, like, the usage increased since, like, two years ago by, like, 200%. I don't remember the number.
0: 212% makes it more believable. 200%. <laughs> I mean, that just means, like, a person who used it once used it twice. I know, yeah, totally. <laughs> but but it is crazy
1: how much, like, they're so normal. Like, they got normal so quick because they still look, I mean, besides that they're normal, it still looks lame to have, like, Dumb, like I think smoking looks way better. Or yeah, we were talking about um, they should totally have a uh, like vape cases that make you could have like a foam banana or like make it like a foam
0: like old timey pipe that like you know you're using your vape thing but it's like old timey pipe. That would be cool. I think vape like those. I've seen people vaping on the street and I just want to like punch them in the face.
1: <laughs> punch them in the vape, dude.
0: Yeah, dude. They have they're just like stupid like. Metal things. Yeah. they should
1: just look better. They need to, like, move into looking better. Because they look way trashy. I mean, I'm not against the whole thing. Also, I was surprised. I always thought of them as being, you know, like, super tobacco or nicotine-y. But uh, apparently, like, most of the, like, vape juice that they use totally doesn't have any nicotine in it. Or nicotine is way low. So that's, like, surprise. I thought it was all about nicotine. And I'm sure it's healthy. Yeah, I know. You can you can get your multivitamin vape juice. My vape
0: juice That's is <laughs> I put or, I, orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> I when I smoke an <laughs> e stick, I smoke it with cranberry juice for my UTI.
1: <laughs> that would be pretty gross.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, understand it. It's supposed to be a smoking cessation, but all it does is, yeah. all it does is move people from cigarette smokes to vaping, which, which I know.
1: It's fine, I guess. But that was my point. I thought that they always had nicotine in it, but apparently it
0: doesn't. Well, but the people trust me. The people who are vaping that used to smoke cigarettes—they're they have nicotine in there. That's what I would think, but like it's like way low or something. I don't know. There's there's varying degrees. There's there's varying degrees of nicotine, right? So you have like your higher content. You're supposed to work down to the lower content and then to nothing. Yeah, I think the, the people that are smoking, like, the blueberry flavor, nothing, are teenagers. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's like the gateway vape. I know. I, did, I think I talked about it before, but apparently at,
1: like, NASCAR or some sort of event like that, they totally do the vape wave where everyone, like, smoke, like, in a wave like like the regular wave except for with vapes. That's ridiculous. I was shocked by that. But I do kind of want to see it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of kind of want to see it is uh, the new Look Cinerama that's opening here in the Seattle area. The Cinerama is a is a kind of iconic. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Iconic uh, it's movie theater. Historic, yeah. It's owned by um, not Paul, is it Paul Allen or? Yes.
1: Yeah, but it's like super fancy now, and they're gonna have beer, which is cool. It's gonna be one of the the beer cinemas,
0: and it's gonna have a uh, um, reserved seating. Essentially, yeah. The Stranger, I think, summed it up nicely in their um, in their title of their article. If the new Cinerama can't save movie theaters, nothing can. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And pretty sub- much the most badass movie theater ever. I know. And, the, and the, the subtitle is Paul Allen's Wizards Go Deep on 21st Century Entertainment Technology. I mean, who wouldn't want to see a movie? I feel like you have to. I mean, I know I need to see a movie there. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of disappointed. It starts out with Hunger Games, though. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? I'm not. I'm not a, I haven't
1: seen the other ones, but it just—I don't know. Not super into the Hunger Games franchise. You don't. You don't hunger for the games. I don't hunger for the games. Oh. Well, I have all the food that I need. Speaking of that, <laughs> lots of speaking of, I totally just reordered more soybeans because I ran out. <laughs> <laughs> and you ran out because you threw it. You fed it to Jeff. No, I'd ate it all. I I pretty much yeah, I eat it pretty regularly. Like not, you know, in between whenever
0: I'm home, that's usually what I would eat. Well I could tell your skin looks so much better. I know. I know. <laughs> I almost want to reach out and touch your face right now. I know. It's it's here. I mean, if we if we had the technology, you could. <laughs> we can rebuild it. We can build that technology. And by the way, if you want to touch um Fresher's face. We do take donations. We will meet you at a bar. (laughs) Donations? touch my face. Yeah, well, if you want to touch... That has has implications. No, no implications. It's money. It's like money. So if you want to donate to the show, we do take Bitcoin. That's true. Bitcoin at fresherandparlance.com. And (laughs) and we'll meet you at a, a location to be determined. It'll be like a kissing booth you yeah, know This is what I'm saying. You're like making it. So we're we're gonna
1: offer up your face too. Your face is definitely in play here.
0: <laughs> in play. Fine, fine. If you want to touch either Par parlance's or Fresher's face, we do take donations, <laughs> and uh, With the we'll money. set up a location, and uh, you can come and touch our face, and 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 then we could do a con. All Neutrogena for, like, six days straight. <laughs> yeah. It's softer, soft face competition. <laughs> yeah. um, You will have to... Here's There are some rules, though, right? There has to be rules. Like, you have to wash your hands and then maybe Purell before you... I think, also, face. these rules need to be written down, so they'll be handed to you when you come to the face-touching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you'll determine, is it Neutrogena or Soylent? That makes a difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, man, speaking of touching things inappropriately, how about that Bill Cosby? Oh, man, I know. That's, like, all over the news. People keep coming out. I know, seriously. it's. I feel like more people have come out in the last week to have been assaulted sexually by Bill Cosby than people have come out of the closet. In, in the whole. In the in whole the world.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Definitely, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, can probably, clearly, I, I, I that's hyperbole, but... About, can't even keep talking about all of them. So, I was, there was like, I feel like it's hit a new low when when I was just browsing the web before our show started, and it was like, Lou Ferrigno's wife has a Bill Cosby story. And I was like, that's where we're at right now. We're down the food chain to Lou Ferrigno's wife. How does he, I mean, like, I don't know. That's weird. I How mean, does he what? How does he what? I didn't, I haven't, here's the thing I haven't read one story on the thing. I know, I me neither. I was like, just how does, like... If it's, like, that bad, how does he get away with it,
1: basically, is what I'm wondering. I mean, like, is it just because everyone thinks, like, oh, like, he's this nice guy, like, this is not happening or whatever? Like, is that... That's just how
0: it works? I... I don't know. Maybe... He had, like, this, um... Mr. Do-goody, two-shoes, kind of...
1: And, like, he just does... Like, that's enough? I mean... why would you not say anything? I mean, I don't know. This, it goes into the whole, I don't know, like, why would you not say anything anyways? I don't know. Maybe people were afraid. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. There's totally a lot of reasons you could go
0: into, like, way a lot of detail for why that, but just, yeah, you know, it's classic. But, but bad news uh, for Bill Cosby, because it's not looking good. I heard they... Uh, the one thing I did read was that he had an upcoming stand-up show coming on Netflix, and they, they killed it. What? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, he had a show, I think, coming out for ABC or something. I think that that's dead, too, so... Uh, we'll see how it goes. Like an icon, pretty much an icon. The truth comes out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll he's see. Super old now, too, right? Huh? He's super old. Yeah, he's definitely super old. But I don't think of many of this stuff happened recently. I think it's from a long time ago. No, no,
1: I know. But just like in general, like yeah. it would have been way worse if it was like when he was younger and actually needed to do stuff for him. Better for other people because they could have like. Made a difference in making him less successful or something. I don't know. It's a difficult topic. It
0: is a difficult topic, and I don't really want to get into it. I'm just saying, too bad. I know too bad for everybody Bill involved. Too yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> if it's true, you suck, Bill Cosby. If it's not true,
1: then you suck, lady. I, mean, I don't know how it could not be true. I guess if it's like that many, it's just like getting on the "I was like sexually assaulted by Bill Cosby" bandwagon. Or I mean, I don't think that
0: would happen. No, I don't think so either. So, all right, let's move on to this topic because I don't want to talk about it anymore. I know, right? I know right? I brought it up. Jeez. Um, <laughs> speaking of, like, uh, weird things happening, how about that lake effect snow in Buffalo? Oh, I know, right? I just I just saw a video of a guy with a quadricopter
1: go flying around in the, like, giant snow cloud thing. I think the craziest thing that i would never seen in any snowstorm from that one was... um. It totally just was like moving in from the side, you know. It was like that giant wall of snow. They were saying it was like the um, like the wall
0: from uh, from uh you know the show or whatever that really helped people there. Do you mean the giant ice wall of the North in Game of Thrones? That one, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it on the head. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this box, um, and it's like a flat screen, and there's moving images on it. And there's a show. They they put programs on there. That's pretty much the level of, of, of. yeah. I'm just like just go, I'm putting it together so you can do the punchline. You know, I'm setting I it up. I see. I see. I yeah. see. So uh, they received the equivalent of one year's worth of snow. Yeah. In one week, and it's not even winter yet. I know it's crazy. So there was a the rain this weekend. Yeah. That's... Well, here's the thing. Hold on. We didn't even get to let's get to the, the juicy stuff. First off the football game that was supposed to take place in Buffalo was canceled. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. They moved it to Detroit. Could you imagine? That's weird. To a dome. They moved it to a dome in Detroit because essentially the Buffalo Bills haven't been able to practice. So they moved yeah. it to Detroit and, and from Sunday to Monday so they could get an extra day of practicing because Buffalo hadn't had a chance to practice. Um, but the more relevant is that... Wait, Boston, what's the Buffalo team? The Bills. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) They're playing... um, I believe they're playing the New York Jets this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But now they're playing in a neutral site in in Detroit. So, obviously, they're going to sell tickets to that, and there'll probably be, like, maybe 100 people there. Because, first (laughs) off, no one... Who in Detroit wants to go see a Jet? They're going to give away tickets, probably. But wait, did... Like, don't people who have season tickets still get to go? I mean, if they could... Are they going to fly from... Maybe, to I mean, or whatever, right? Yeah, in the, yeah, I guess, maybe. I guess. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. I bet you it'll be 50% full, the stadium, ah. if that. If that. They're um, not going to have their 12th man. They're not going to have their 12th man. They're not. Them. And it's going to be a neutral... There's not going to have a hometown crowd at all. Like, it's going to be just a bunch of people not caring about either team. I know. It'll be... I want to see that on,
1: like, you know... See if there's any cheering or anything. I wonder if they're like superimposed on the
0: TV. Like, I don't even know. It might not even be on TV because it's going to be on Monday night, and I don't know if that's being considered Monday night football because that's covered by ESPN. So they may that game may not even be on television. Well, that's crazy. I've mean, never. How many games are not on TV? Well, it'll be on TV for the local market, i.e., Buffalo and uh, oh, yeah. and and the New York. But it won't be on in Detroit. That's another weird thing. My guess is that that game won't even be on in Detroit, where the yeah, game is yeah. being played. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's some sort of like
1: NFL cable you can get to watch it, right? I assume.
0: Uh, if you had the like, like the uh, what's the the channel? Like they have a NFL like package, like a game package. Oh, it's, called... but it's only it's only available on Direct TV. So yeah, if you purchase that, then you'll be able to watch the game. But otherwise. Everyone else in the world who doesn't have Direct TV and doesn't have the NFL package will not be able to watch that game.
1: Seems like nobody's gonna have direct TV anymore. They lost, lost like so many channels, it's crazy. I know. Direct TV, I feel like satellite TV's on its way out. Definitely. I mean, it's too expensive to maintain the satellites too. I mean, I don't know if when they're gonna have to launch new ones, because the ones they're using are pretty old.
0: Like satellite radio, that's on its way out too. I mean that was never even on its way in. <laughs> it was on its way to I have satellite radio. I use it all the time. Really? Yeah, I'm a subscriber to XM. How many channels do you use? Like five. No, maybe 20. 20. Mm-hmm. So um, speaking back to the, the buffalo thing, we didn't talk about the, uh, the reason why we're seeing so much snow in buffalo. Oh. It's climate change. That is correct. Global warming or climate, climate change. Call it climate change. I like calling
1: so, it climate change.
0: So here's the reason why. So as the way lake effect s- uh, snow works, because as you know, Buffalo gets lake effect snow, is that when the atmosphere is a different temperature than the lake, essentially, moisture comes up, and it essentially saturates the atmosphere to the point it has to release, okay, over usually the end of the lake and in this case which way the jet stream is coming which is usually from <clears throat> west to east buffalo is at the very east end of the lake okay yeah, yeah. so the as the water the vapor goes up into the air it it usually as it reaches over land it starts to snow or in this case or rain if depending on the temperature um, yeah. but because the, the global warming or whatever climate change has we've had hotter summers or longer periods of heat? Um, yeah. Overall, the lake temperature increases over time. So when you have cold snaps that come in early in the season or even late in the season, if the lake, you know, it hasn't been cold out, um, it will cause more moisture because the lake it's historically it was historically warm. It was like 50 some degrees in certain pockets on the eastern part of the lake. Um, yeah. It, you get this massive uh, you get these massive snow events so uh, when we talk climate change or global warming or whatever you want to ta- call it right we're going to have periods now for say the next 30 years 20 years 30 years 40 years or maybe who knows around there before it tips over to just no more uh, snow just at being all cuz it's like in the like the
1: weird flux zone it's kind of like how the currents shift that right. makes a totally different, like, temperature variant.
0: Right, so essentially we're going to have these extreme snow conditions until we don't have any snow at all.
1: Yeah, oh, that like. The, but the other thing with, like, the temperature difference was um, it's actually going to get colder in, um, like, uh, England and, like, all of there on the Atlantic because uh, the only reason that place is warm because it's super north is because of the warm currents, but the currents will change. And so even though it's global warming, like, warming, all that stuff is going to get colder to start out, just like you're saying, but a different
0: thing. Right. So the the bottom line here is that uh, climate change is real. <laughs> I it's, feel like at this point, like,
1: I mean, I don't know, in my opinion, nobody's, like, nobody real is.
0: Saying it's not real. I mean, like I, I well, uh, wrong. I could look at our our U.S. House of Representatives and Senate and find at least ten percent of the people be. Yeah, I know, but it. they're not like real people. That's just, just saying it, you know. What are you talking about? They're the people responsible for policies to to create policies that potentially can stall or protect. Yeah,
1: someone. I know, but like I don't think that they're like actually representing what people think it's just like that's what they're saying
0: why well, do no they represent I mean, what people think maybe not in your circles at Mac DeMarco concerts no but... i know
1: but
0: yeah i mean because that's
1: the whole thing with like government or whatever it's all lobbies and businesses or whatever so like they just say whatever they're supposed to say that's the, that's the the debate of how government is wrong or whatever <laughs> very loosely saying that
0: (laughs) I'm looking at a poll here from January and it says, says, I'm going to try to see if I can find the number, but it says essentially most Americans don't believe in man-made global warming yeah, that's why, it's climate change right, well sure, 53% 53%. 53%.
1: I mean, I bet if you took a thing that said global warming versus climate change, way more people would agree with climate change is why they just need to rebrand because it's not based on anything. It's just based on, like, people talking about it and, like, it's not hotter. This isn't global warming. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I saw another poll. People were asking people who won the Civil War, the north or the south, and, like, 40% or something said the south, like, just because they didn't... I mean, they didn't, like,
0: know... It wasn't necessarily slavery. They just didn't know. All right. So what percentage? So you said 40, so that means 40% of people are stupid. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> right. So, so essentially, if you just factor those people in, the people who said South also probably do not believe in climate change. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, so if you're one of, if you're a Fresher in Parlance viewer and you uh, don't believe in climate change, just shut us off. Just shut us off. I know. Because yeah. you're going to be enraged. You're going to be enraged because we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it as if it's real because it is. As a matter of fact, just tell all of your friends to, to listen click on to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to come touch our face. Yeah. I don't know about that. Now, that's the, the clientele that we're catering. <laughs> I'm gonna have to run this face touching thing by my wife, frankly. I don't know if she's gonna let it go. I know, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have at least that, like,
1: I don't know. I don't. You brought up the face touching thing. I don't know if it's a if it's a thing. So it's
0: definitely I'm not a thing. On board with this uh, idea. All right. I'm already off it. I'm already off it. I'm already off it. You can't, you can't touch her. Yeah. Another promotion though. If you do
1: mail us at the show at com, I can send you one of these. Nifty desk ornaments. Oh, is it the wrong way? Yeah, wrong way. Flip it. Oh, yeah, the other way. <laughs> Nifty desk ornaments of the Fresher and Parlance show. Several of them have already been given out, but yeah, 3D print them, custom for you. If you're not on watching us on YouTube, which you should be, and listening to us on one of our various podcasts, it is a little orange piece of plastic that says Fresher, Parlance, and is stacked
0: up. So you can get one of those if you email us. We're also going to try to 3D model Kim Kardashian's ass and print one of those out, but we haven't got that. That is true. That'll take a little bit
1: to draw because it's pretty big.
0: Yeah, frankly, I don't even know if you have enough uh, plastic.
1: (laughs) I might run out of uh, filament, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That reminded me,
0: though. I meant to look to see if someone had already done it because then I could just print it. Hey, speaking of um, podcasts, so as you know, I've been on, and I am a... friends with the Prodigal Sons podcast, and I have sort of a mini feud going on right now with your person who's feuding with you. Oh, my gosh, I know. The feud. Ooh, I'm going to be you. Who was it? Adam. Adam. (laughs) Adam. (laughs) Yeah, so Adam of the Prodigal Sons podcast has a beef with you. He does science time with Adam, and I feel like your science times are better. Really? It's not even a formal science time. I just talk about stuff. Yeah, well I mean, because there is no science time with you, it's all science all the time, right? <laughs> so So anyway, um the uh he they had a thing about Gamergate, and I didn't even oh. want to bring this thing up, but I'm gonna bring it up. Yeah, Gamergate, they, oh man. Yeah, I know. So he was going he insists Gamergate is about um about game journalism. Yeah. And I say it is one hundred percent not about game journalism. And I am throwing down the gauntlet. I'm willing to debate him. I'm willing to debate. Oh, man. I'll debate him too, because he's my enemy. Yeah, there you go. So we may have to bring Adam Gorger on here and have a debate about uh, Gamergate. Gamergate. Yeah. We yeah, we should. We'll bring him on. It's funny, he's We've like done a three person show before yet. I know, I know. Well we, well the beauty of this is is that since we're the we're the keep it we can just boot him off at any time. I know. Be like Whatever. Boop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, what's a good boot off noise though? I mean, what's a good boot off noise? I, I was thinking of like maybe like a trapdoor noise and then like the, you know, like that. <laughs> oh, that is that is a good noise. Yeah, I like that. Too bad I'm limited to what Google gives me. I know. Ugh, stupid yeah. Google. How about like, like hello and goodbye, like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Just reverse it there a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. You got to work with what God gives you. And copying Google in this case. Um, So I think it's time. I think it is time. Oh, well, everybody, it's time for reviewer life. (laughs) This is where we randomly select a movie from the Netflix catalog every week and then give you and us one week to watch the show and review that show. But it's not so much of a review, right? It's more
1: just we go over the movie uh, step-by-step and uh, talk about all the details like we're
0: watching it with you. Yeah, so last week... Oh, we do give it a number rating at the end now. Yeah, yeah, the F&P rating, which eventually will have some sort of searchable something around it. So far, I'm
1: the only one that has it written down. I need to make
0: some sort of publicly available outlet for this information. Um, yeah, so last week, well actually it was two weeks ago because we didn't do a, a review roulette last week, um, we reviewed the film, or we we picked the film, I should say, the 2010 Takashi Miyaki, Japanese classic, 13 Assassins. 13 and I'm, Assassins. And I'm just going to come straight out and say this, what a good movie. It was like super good.
1: I was a uh, little, not disappointed, I mean I didn't really know it was going to be Bailey at all, but it had subtitles which is kind of uh, annoying, but it wasn't too bad. And plus, like, I am pretty good at Japanese, so it was, you know, kind of better to, like, hear what they're actually saying and then see what they write, and, that, you know, that's always kind of fun.
0: <laughs> I could definitely tell that there was definitely some differences between... I don't even speak Japanese, but I knew certain aspects were like, yeah, he's definitely not saying that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's still pretty accurate, but it's, like, interesting as because it was old-style Japanese, too, which is, like, different than now. So, right. But
1: it was still a super good movie.
0: Well, there's an interesting fact. I didn't know there was old-style Japanese versus new-style Japanese. Yeah, it's, like, super different. So uh, so here's the basic plot summation of this film. There is... First off, I don't know anything about shoguns. What the hell is a shogunite? Shogun, is that the government? I mean, it's just basically the, um, the general of the emperors... Because the emperor
1: is, like, you know, the emperor. They're, like, the master of everything. But then the shogun was the general of, like, all armies. So basically the shogun had all the power because the emperor doesn't command the armies. He only commands the shogun. So then the shogun is actually more powerful than the emperor. Got it. Okay. Even the emperor in, like... The emperor is basically god to them, like, in the way that their government was set up before. But then the Shogun is just, like,
0: the the person who
1: controls all the armies.
0: (laughs) I got it. And so I didn't also understand the clans. Oh, the clan. I mean, because,
1: like, that was the whole thing with Japan, like, before, because it was super warring for a way long time. And there were all these really big family clans of, um, you know, like, they were totally, like, groups or whatever, and they'd fight all the time, you know, because that was... They were all like fighting each other, and that's but why they were Samurai... all part. They were all part of the shogun. No, that came later. That's what brought peace. Is because then they were all under one leader. Because before there was no leader. Okay. All right. So... so like they took like hundreds of years for them to get to that state of someone bringing all the clans together, and making them under one single rule. But then that was at risk because if the if this dumb guy who was the next part of the plot is the Shogun's uh, brother, well, half-brother, kind of, he was totally, uh, you know, he was like a psycho and, like, totally into just torturing people and being totally a dick and, like, it was just, like, ridiculously... I mean, they really accentuated how, like, messed up he was.
0: Yeah, so before we get into the diving deep into the plot, and, by the way, that was was fresher teaching Parlance a little bit about Japanese history which I really appreciate and everyone out there should really appreciate that because that was useful information especially if you watch this movie. So yeah. at the beginning of the movie it was the shogun committing harikari uh Harry yeah Hari- I mean,
1: how do you say that so haraki harakiri. Ha- harakiri harakiri yeah basically Harakiri. but um yeah so like that was one of the high up people in one of the close families who was uh one of the main th- and he did it in protest in protest of what? Of the crappy shogun's um, brother being maybe in power, because they're against him, but they can't do anything because it's like a hierarchical system. They like they have no,
0: they have to do what he says. Got it. Okay, so that makes more exactly. sense because I thought that was the supreme leader, and that he, because that guy killed himself, he was now able to take that guy's spot in no, the thing. No. The
1: the, the shogun was never in the movie. They didn't show him at all. Okay. Like, that was just one of the head guys for the shogun's,
0: like, parliament of, like, other samurai that he commands. And then also the guy that... So here's the basic plot of the story. This evil mofo, this evil guy who's, like, chopping off limbs, killing servants with bows and arrows, raping, murdering... It's, like,
1: super close... He's totally way close to Joffrey in Game of Thrones.
0: Totally, totally, totally. Like,
1: Joffrey, except for more Psycho.
0: <laughs> totally effed up. He essentially is evil, and this old guy who, what is he? The, he can't do anything about it because he actually, does he serve him, or he's on the council? He's his main uh, samurai, like, to protect him. No, who's the one that hired them, though? Hired him. The Thirteen Assassins. Oh yeah, that was the one of the head guys for the Shogun. Right. So that guy is disappointed, but he's he's hands are cocked. He's like, I can't do anything. I can't do it myself. But I am. But I'm just saying. And then he shows him like this handless woman who writes yeah. who <laughs> writes with her mouth because she has no arms or legs or um, tongue or tongue because he chopped out her tongue yeah. and uses her mouth and writes total massacre about what happened to her village and family. Yeah. Um, which convinces this other samurai, who was essentially just like because it was a time of peace, he was essentially just fishing.
1: Yeah, so that's the other problem with the samurai of the time, because there was so much peace, that samurai was just a warrior class. They have no, they have no point in life without having wars go on, and so like having so many samurai around, they were saying like. You know, there's so many samurai, but none of them have ever seen battle, so none of of them are even good at fighting, so even though we're only a couple people, we'll probably be able to beat, like, everyone.
0: Right, so, this guy who's a major advisor on the council can't do anything, but he can hire an an older samurai to try to kill this evil motherfucker, part of my French. Yeah, and his army, because he travels with the
1: army, because he's, like,
0: a big guy. So he starts to build his, uh, his group of individuals. It starts off with five, uh, 2, then 5, then 9, then 12. They finally get on the road with 12. They meet a character in the woods who's like a nature woodsman guy. So, slightly different.
1: <laughs> they had 13, and the 13th guy is the guy who went to bribe the town. He gave them money to make them all move out to the mayor so they could make that town their battle village. But that guy uh, committed suicide afterwards because it's directly, a like, by doing that, he's totally going against, like, his master. Because the guy who they're trying to kill is still technically their, all of their masters. Right. And so, like, he commits suicide because, like, he did that against him. Like, that's just what they do. It's not like... They don't dread it. Like, they, their life means nothing to them. They only live to serve their master. And so, right. like, committing suicide is, like, nothing. Usually if you... That's why having samurai around without masters, like a Ronin is classic, that's way disgraceful, because if your master dies, you should kill yourself. Because you have no point in life without your master.
0: Okay. That explains some of these things that were going on in the movie. Yeah, um, that's why,
1: like, killing yourself is, like, totally... Doesn't matter in samurai life because your life is meaningless without your master.
0: So the thirteenth guy dies. They pick up another thirteenth guy who is kind of like a, a nature guide, and he they they're trying to get to this. They essentially set up this elaborate scheme where they're the this the the bastard guy who's like vicious and the one that they're going to kill is going from one place to another place. But if he gets to the other place, which I think is like the quote unquote capital or whatever, yeah, yeah, um it's It's impregnable, nothing will happen, so they have one chance. it's somewhere on this route, yeah um, so the main guy who's been who takes it upon himself to build this elite force of thirteen assassins to kill this guy <clears throat> is devising a plan to take him out they just, they say they're gonna pay money to this town because they've decided that if they stop the area over here, there's like this certain town where this guy takes him yeah. He did some unspeakable things, essentially, to um, his daughter-in-law and son, essentially, oh, yeah, this le- yeah. of this village, this leader of this village, or some. Which they showed at the beginning. Yeah, they showed at the beginning. Yeah, well, the guy, thats how they convinced him to take the to, to take the role. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To, to, yeah, that was one of the reasons. It was like that guy telling the story, and then it was like the armless, legless, tongueless chick. So, yeah, oh, that's why he killed himself too, is because
1: he directly you know, challenge the guy who's super above him. Exactly. He kills himself.
0: Well, that one was crazy because he kills him. He shoves the knife. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, him yeah, so. that's how you're supposed to do it normally. So then, um, so they devise a plan where they're going to pay off this guy who's the the guy killed his son-in-law, his son and daughter-in-law so that it will force him to take another route, which will take him through this other area where they could ambush him. <clears throat> Yeah. So they, they send in the guy, you're right, he pays off the town to, or not the town, the, the town that they're going to create the ambush at. They yeah. send another guy to convince the leader to not let them through, which he does. Yeah. And then, uh, and then... It uh, so was also interesting, the guy, um,
1: like the evil guy, the thing was, I didn't even remember any of their names or like any of like their character things, but... The evil guy totally, like, you know, they were smart, and they're, like, they're trying to trap us or whatever, so, like, we should totally go a different way. And the evil guy was, like, no, let's go the obvious way, because this will be fun. Because he just likes war. He just likes killing people and, like, the whole killing situation. So, like, he's, like, totally into, like, going into the trap just to, like, to see how, like, all of this mayhem will go.
0: Well, additionally, the main evil bastard guy's main protectorant, the main samurai that was protecting him, was best friends with the samurai who decided he was going to kill yeah. the evil bastard. So, I know. so they met up beforehand, and they and they kind of knew that this was going to happen, and it was a bit of a game of cat and mouse. Yeah. But, but because the guy that was protecting the evil bastard, like, fucked up dude, he had yeah. to listen to whatever that guy said, and so he led them right into the middle of the trap, but at least the guy who was protecting him did some chicanery where he was able to not split his forces and come in full force yeah. in, into the choke point, into the town.
1: Yeah, which they, they uh, doubled up their forces too by taking longer, so they actually had like over twice as many as they expected. It was like supposed to be 200 people. It was, it was supposed to be 70, and it turned out to be 200. yeah. But then, so they made this battle village, which was super awesome. They, like, had a bunch of traps. One of the best was, like, they tied, like,
0: burning logs to boar and then, like, just set them out to ram people and catch them on fire. Okay, hold on. I just want to stop this right now. This, I'm going to say this for real, could be the greatest, not. I don't know. I want to say choreographed, but greatest kind of, like, close combat... Battle scene, booby trap, uh, by far yeah. best samurai, best sword play scene I've ever seen in my life. It was um, pretty sweet. It is, it is the film alone, if you just started it right when they entered the town and watched it from there on, it would make no sense, but it, didn't, it wouldn't matter because you'd be like, holy crap.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, they totally had this town set up, like, battle-wise. And they even, like, had some people, like, in the town when they got there just as, like, you know like uh, to trick them so they thought it was a normal town. But then they see them going into the bushes and they look up and there's, like, extra swords and, like, arrows and stuff everywhere. And then they just close these giant gates and lock them in and stuff. It was cool. It was intense. So, and that was, like, it was, like, a 40-minute
0: battle scene in, like, in this town. And every minute was amazing. Yeah, it was cool. So there's a bunch of booby traps. They're, they've built, like, essentially, they keep showing it from above, but essentially they built um, ladders and um, walkways across every single building in the town. Yeah. they built giant walls. So once the, the, once, the, 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 once the people come in, they shut the wall down in, in front of them, and then they blow up the bridge behind them. Yeah. So then the ta- all the soldiers and everyone's stuck in the middle of this town and the dudes are up top with bows and these long bows just like picking yeah. off people. Um, <clears throat> there's all these booby traps essentially like if you go in there like it explodes if you go this way um, it- the door shuts behind them and then like you said they, they had these wild boars with giant horns and flaming logs tied to the back come down and they were just like ripping people apart. And even um, these like, those are
1: just all way intimidating. I mean, you're in a trap. Like I don't know how like they keep morale up, you know?
0: <laughs> it was craziness. And they kept going, and they kept going, and they just kept getting slaughtered. They just yeah. kept getting slaughtered. So this battle goes on for, I don't know, like you said, oh. 40 minutes. Yeah, uh, it was so- also
1: sweet that, that painting, or the, the note that that like, totally messed up chick wrote that was like already scared because she wrote it with her mouth and it was dripping blood on it and everything, it just said, total massacre, and they, like, before they, like, jumped because they were shooting with bows and arrows, and then they were like, enough tricks. And then they, like, drop the sign that just says, total massacre, and it's all bloody, and then they jump down and start hacking people.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> it's <pretty> fucking, cool. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good, and it is worth every penny. And in this case, yeah. no pennies, because it was on Netflix, but... I mean, you know, several dollars a month. Yeah, but it's worth to watch this film just for that alone. When he, you're right. When he drops down that total massacre, they're like, "Stop! We don't need to do this. We don't need." To do this. He's like, "No, total massacre." I, <laughs> I did not see that coming. It was already, it was already pretty cool when like the chick
1: wrote it, and then it was all like, "Whoa, that's brutal!" <laughs> because she was like, it was already like pretty. They made that really dramatic, just having that chick there. You know, that was kind of a big part because it was like convincing, but. It was crazy. Also, all the stuff sounds really gory and everything, but it was like the most tasteful gory. Like, you don't see people be extra bloody, usually. You know what I mean? Like, it was like you know that it happened, but it didn't
0: show, like, it wasn't, like, gross, like you need to cover your eyes or something, you know? Yeah, because I, and I think I said this to you, because I, I was, I'm not a one for violence and gore and whatnot and stuff like that. I mean, I'll deal with it if I have to, but it's not something I kind of, like, look for in a film. Um, there was a lot of scenes where they could have really made it gruesomely violent. Yeah, I think the, one of the the gruesome, violent things that I didn't even
1: know. So the one, the when the one of the good guys was about to die, like um, he like had a bomb thing, but and he was holding a bomb and a stick in his hands, and like you know he was like all kind of like totally almost dead, and he like and he h- held on to the guy, and the guy's like stabbing him in the side and stuff, and he lights it, but then they switch away, so then, like, the bomb explodes, but then there's totally, like, a blood explosion over a house, it's just, like, raining blood, <laughs> I that was way more blood, but, like, that, that blood explosion was crazy. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was blood or smoke, but I'll go with blood, all right, it totally looked like there. blood, I mean, it was, it was, like, yeah, I think that was probably the most gory part, and it was, like, kind of unrealistic with that much blood, because I think it was only two guys.
0: Um, and so, anyway, back, so, then, there's this amazing scene, okay, so there's the main guy, which his name is, like, Shinshikawa or something like that, he's the main samurai, and he has his nephew with him, who he convinced, but, um, there's a second in command who has his younger guy with him, um, and there's a scene where, like, they're like, quick, this way, I think I found a way out, when you're like, oh, you know, it's gonna be a trap. So all the guys go in, and then this swordsman, who's been, like, tearing shit up, the whole time, just killing yeah. people left to right. He's just like there, and he just stands there, and he has the sword. He holds it above his head. And you know in most movies when they, people unsheathe the sword, it's like shink, you know, like noise? There was no noise. Just, <laughs> he just unsheats the sword, and he holds it out just in front of him. And he, they're like, kill! And they run at
1: him. and. Oh, you missed the part. Yeah. And then he kills the guy behind him. If anyone gets by me,
0: kill them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. He's like, if anyone gets by me, kill them. And he just starts, just like, blowing. And there's swords everywhere. The way they set up this section, there was just swords everywhere. So like, he, stuck in logs and stuff. So it was like, he'd be like, because
1: he, like, he didn't even have enough time to take the swords out of people after he killed them. He'd just grab
0: a new sword. <laughs> it was <laughs> It was just yeah, grabbing swords, sticking them into people, just shoving them into the. It was like epic. It was epic. Um, it was so, pretty So anyway, we're, to make a long story short, uh, the, the uh, all of them die except for um, the final two guys, which is the main dude and his nephew. Yeah. And they confront essentially the main protector of the bastard evil shogun guy. the best friend people. Yeah, the best friend people plus two soldiers and the evil guy. So it's four on two. Yeah. So first, the guy, uh, (laughs) the best part, the evil guy's like, I love one-on-one battle. And he takes takes off his hat. (laughs) And so he sends, essentially the, the friends begin to fight. The two masters begin to fight. Um, and it's like they're in the mud, and they're just kind of, like, circling for a little bit. Yeah, they do all, like, the... Uh, yeah. Samurai- they have, like, yeah, <laughs> they do some battling, and then they break away, and the, the assassin guy, the the samurai assassin, goes... Because they had been friends, he's like, we've always were even in the dojo. Okay, I, I miss fighting you. <laughs> yeah, I miss fighting you, but you we were even in the dojo, but... And then he, like, kicks mud in his face, flips him around... Throws him to the ground and then chops off his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that, yeah. So the essentially, and then you see the head kind of roll. Yeah, so that, that was it. probably like one of the most gory parts, is that head being off. I don't think they showed very many other heads. They did it. They did it. And I reason why they showed the head rolling off is because the then the two guys that were protecting the evil bastard start charging, and then the younger nephew comes in and starts taking them. Yeah, and they just like, die like super quick. <laughs> <clears throat> and then it's one on one between the main bad guy and the main assassin guy, which is but he just
1: but he kicks the his protector guy's head like just like a ball, you know. And the, it makes the assassin guy he's like, "Why are you kicking his head? He was protecting you." and He's like, "Well, you feel free to kick my head after I'm dead or something." Dumb
0: he's like, like, like essentially, it's like there's no I have no respect for these people. I'm above them. Um, they so what if he protected me? What does it matter? Like, yeah. he's just showing a sadistic side and hungry with power. And then, so they battle, and the samurai, the, the main assassin, Shinshawa or whatever, just lets the, the dude come in at him straight on. With like, the they're sword. just standing next to each other. He's like, you're so evil. This is messed up. You, there should, you
1: shouldn't have this war or whatever. And, yeah, and he's like, well, what are you going to do? And so he's just like, he just stabs him. Like, oh, no, no, he says, like, you shouldn't have a sword. You can't even use it. Oh, yeah, like, it's decoration. Yeah, and he says, like, um, and he, like, just kind of stabs him, but, like, it's not even, you know, it doesn't chop him or anything, and he, like, he's fine, and then he just stabs the, so they they stab each other, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, so essentially he lets him stab himself, he lets the main guy, lets him, the bad, the bad shogun, whatever, council member stab him, and he's yeah. stuck there, and the guy's just like, whatever, he just grabs his sword, and he gro- he shoves it inside, and then closes the, closes them in. yeah. And then then he, like, the 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 evil shogun protect whatever guy starts, like, yeah. going, ugh! And he, like, the, the samurai, like, takes him and pushes him away and throws him to the ground, and then the guy starts whimpering and shit.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh, it hurts, it
0: hurts, I'm scared, am I going to die
1: now? <laughs> totally whining, which is messed up. Like, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It just shows how messed up he was.
0: Yeah, and then he's like, am I going to die, am I going to die? And then... He's like leaning up against the wall, and the main samurai who was stabbed but still standing comes up to him and looks down at him, and he's like, and the the guy looks up at him, and he's like, he's like, just prepare yourself or something like that. No, he says, he says like, uh, he says this is this has been the most fun day of my life or whatever. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's
1: right. <laughs> And then but after he says, like, it hurts so bad, or like, this has been the most fun day of my life. And then he says, You're welcome, and chops off his head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then he um his nephew comes back um and the guy like essentially dies, right? Yeah. I forget if there was any banter. No, he, there. Got, he says he says to his nephew
1: or son or whatever that like um you know, like this, you know. You have being a samurai is a lot of responsibility, like you don't you don't have to be a samurai anymore. You should uh go and like enjoy your life or you know like because you, if you're a samurai, you do, like your life isn't yours. so he's basically giving he's saying like you should take your life and do something for yourself with it, which is big because that was his master. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it was totally. So then he, yeah, so then he walks away, and he's walking through all of this, like, you know, this ruins of this crazy battle time with, like, buildings falling in the background, like, dead people everywhere,
0: and then he runs into that forest guy again. (laughs) Yeah, right. So, by the way, the forest guy, the evil shogun bastard guy, threw a sword through that guy's neck, I know, but now he was fine, and he didn't have any cuts or anything. Yeah, so there he was
1: him, like, you know, it's not as bad as being attacked by a bear or something like that.
0: Right. So, but so essentially, he's some sort of mystical guy, I guess. Yeah. And so they have a conversation, and the guy says, "I'm." The guy who is the samurai says, "I think I'm. I'm done with being a samurai."
1: Yeah.
0: I'm moving <laughs> to America. I'm going to America
1: and get some girls.
0: Yeah, gonna get, to, get some girls. <laughs> and the other guy says. Oh, that's cr- really because that's freaking awesome. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to the woods. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then he walks off, and then it says the thing that like, um, they reported that the shogun's brother, which was the evil guy, died of disease or something, and so like, you know, and the peace was kept because oh no, and then they said it op- like the shogun was relieved after 23 years from then. Because it wasn't needed anymore because it was peace. So that they got rid of it because it, that class wasn't needed anymore.
0: Yeah, and then it went to what they have, I guess, current day the government? Yeah. No, I mean, it's the
1: Meiji area, which is the Major,
0: yeah. a different one. But, yeah. So, by the way, I, that I, was World War II. I did a little research on this. And yeah. um, so they said that there is a symbolic thing here Yeah. At the end of that movie is that the idea is that there is no need for a samurai anymore. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? So that that guy, even though he wasn't a samurai, he represented, like, what... Like, essentially the nat- like being one with nature. Oh, you mean and, that other guy, yeah. Yeah, and that his, him walking one way, going into the woods, yeah. and then the other guy walking the other way, walking away from being a samurai... Yeah, those were like the new paths that that the society was taking. Huh? And that and that was like kind of like the oh, that's way. Why he had that guy, because I thought he was kind of pointless. Yeah, that's why he was there. He was representing the new kind of like potentially like the new person. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's yeah, and that's why he kept saying.
1: Oh, I wonder samurai... if the, I wonder if the samurai. Oh, I guess he wasn't the samurai. I wonder if that represented like World War II. They're gonna go across to America. Samurai.
0: Oh, I maybe I didn't even think about that. I know, right? Yeah, that would be that would be deep. Deep. Anyways,
1: it was a, a it was an awesome movie. It was a really good movie.
0: Okay, so uh, I'll give my I'll give my rating first. All right. Because okay? you always say I never do. I'm gonna give it a nine.
1: Nine. It's pretty good. I know. I was thinking about giving it a nine. I've never. I think this is the first nine. But I gave it. An eight. It is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time, but
0: I mean, I I've got to reserve those top two, you know. Like Where'd I you give I, it? I didn't I played the drum ball. I, oh, I give it an eight. I give it an eight. Okay, sorry, we missed it. I put the drum ball on there. That's cool. Eight point five total. It was a really good movie, though. This might be like this is
1: definitely up there with our best rated movies so far that we've seen on this show. All right, well it's time to pick another film. Picking the film. So. Are we doing uh, Rotten Tomato Fresh again?
0: Yeah. Uh, rotten Tomato Fresh. I will say, like, I was, like, two hours Japanese. I know, yeah, it was really long. But it was, it was every minute. It was worth yeah, it. Yeah, it. It, was, it was pretty good. All right, I got
1: one that doesn't look very good, but...
0: Okay, what would
1: you get? I, I, mean, I got one lucky elephant. And this sensitive tale of one man's search to find a home for his animal companion, filmmaker Lisa Lehman, documents a concerned circus producer's efforts to place his beloved 18-year-old elephant in permanent and loving care outside of the Big Top. His noble quest takes him to Africa, but ultimately brings him back to the United States, where he's forced to decide what's best for his four-ton daughter. 81 Minutes, not rated, 2010. Okay. I
0: got another foreign film, dude. Oh, no. What is this? In this stylized and operatic... What's Masquerade. Oh, Masquerade. In this stylized and operatic costume drama, Lee Byung-hun stars as a temperamental and autocratic king and as an actor conscripted into replacing the ruler when he is seized by nightmares of assassination attempts and coup d'etats. I don't know. That sounds really similar. Sounds like Dave. Have you ever see that movie Dave? No. But how long is it? 131 minutes. What? And 2013 2012. There're plenty of... It gets 100% rotten tomatoes. Fuck. This is 96%. <laughs> What's yours called again? Uh
1: One Lucky Elephant. It doesn't sound interesting at all, but
0: It's shorter. I kind of want to see this one, though. That's cool. It's super long. It's super long, but we could do it. It's Korean. Pick that one. What's the name of it? Masquerade. It's Korean. Masquerade. M-A-S-Q-U-E-R-A-D-E. Masquerade. Masquerade. All right, picked. Next week's movie,
1: Masquerade.
0: Okay, do you have anything else else you want to add to the show?
1: Um, let me check really quick. Rule of Kirk here. Uh, my list. Um, well, there was that Walmart price match thing for PS4s. That was interesting, but
0: <clears throat> I guess yeah. No, I'm, I'm good. We're good. That's a that's a wrap. Hey, that's it. This is uh. Thank you for everyone for watching the show. If you want to reach out to us, you can do it at, at Fresh Report Twitter all time. You can reach us on our Facebook page or our YouTube page or. Or uh Fresher or at Fresher dot com email. Yeah.
1: So uh you you turned into like one of those drug commercials It's, like super fast. <laughs> you gotta list side effects too.
0: <laughs> so um
1: That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> so uh that's that's all I pretty much have to say. Uh everyone have a great um holiday next week. Yeah.
1: Holiday times.
0: Yeah, so we won't have a uh, we won't have a show next week because oh, yeah, it it's on Thanksgiving. It's on Thanksgiving, so um, maybe but we'll like do used... extra time to watch that long movie. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, this is probably saying happy Thanksgiving and uh, see you when we're back on the air and toodaloo. And this is fresher saying later taters. Yay.